Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What is going on guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Parlato, the, the show. show you're only watching... Oh, oh I fucked you up. Ah, this is the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. I can't believe you did that to me. <laughs> you tried to dog me, mate. I'll dog you right back. You little dog. <laughs> little dog. Little dog. How are you today? I am tired as fuck. I don't know why. Because we lost an hour while we were asleep. Yeah, that's true. Daylight savings and that. Yeah. And also, we didn't. Well, I didn't go to sleep until like. Th- well, I thought it was 4 a.m., but it just ticked over. So it was actually 3 a.m. Weird. Yeah, I felt like I was going crazy. I was like, how have I been watching TV for this long? (laughs) Yeah, I just realized today, daylight savings. Awesome. That that means that we're further away from Amy in time difference now. Oh, okay. So we're two hours ahead of Japan now instead of just one. Small difference. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not a huge deal, but we just had to talk about it today to make sure that we knew so that we weren't messaging each other at weird times. Fair enough. So how are you going? One. Yeah, I'm okay. I just had a nap, so I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling fresh? Yeah, feeling pretty fresh. Second nap of the weekend. It's been a busy, busy time. <laughs> well, you've had to have two naps, so it obviously hasn't been that busy. <laughs> no, but I mean, because I always just go out at night. Yeah. And then during the day, I just do chores and nap, which is great. Chores is great? Have I even really done any chores? I don't know. No. I literally just put my laundry on. We haven't really been up to anything other than just partying. Partying. <laughs> well, last week, we recorded last week as well. So we've done two podcasts in a row. And after we recorded last week, we went to Alice and Jack's going away party. We sure did. Which was fun. Lots of bevs. Yeah. Quite a few bevs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to sort of quietly tell me that it might be time to go home. And I definitely agreed with that. I didn't do anything. I just said, do you want to go home now? And he just went, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll get an Uber. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, no worries. <laughs> and then the next day was grand final day. And I went to a after grand final party. Woo! Which was pretty lit. Yep. I wasn't that lit, but everyone else was very, very lit. They enjoyed themselves. Yeah. No, they're good fun. And then this weekend... Well, we'll talk about this a little uh, teaser. On Friday night, we went to the movies, saw a particular anti-hero movie. Well, we said on the Lost Blast podcast we were going to go and watch it. Oh, so. did we? <laughs> okay, well, we saw Venom. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the movie section. That's in movie news. Yeah. And then yesterday, what did I do? <laughs> went for lunch, hang out with Alice because she's leaving... For France next next weekend. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's insane. Next Sunday, her and Jack are leaving. Yep. Went out again in the in the evening. Yeah, you're killing it. Yeah. I'm just trying to get as much time in with people, you know? Yeah, that's fair enough. Friendships are important. And if you want somewhere free to stay when you go to France? Yep. I'm going to have friends all over the world that I can stay with for free. I really reckon we should go to Europe. Well... Yeah, but not tomorrow. No. We'll go visit 
my homeland. Your homeland? My homeland, England. Go visit Jack and Alice in France. Go to Italy, maybe. Why not? Your ancestors? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> not really. Was there anything else you wanted to... We haven't done anything. It's been one week. Yeah, that's true. We've got a lot less to talk about in terms of personal stuff because it's been such a short time. Yep, but we never let you down on TV news, guys. No. Starting now. that up because my voice cracked yeah so it should you should fuck it up yeah that's disgusting mate no fuck him also for everybody else out of there kate did that unironically because she watches keemstar i've watched like three videos of keemstar that's more keemstar than i've watched yeah whatever i just listen to the ones where he talks about stuff that i'm interested in like shane dawson talks about (laughs) or gets involved in yeah he's a bit of a fuckhead i don't like him as a person at all he's a massive fuckhead yeah anyway what are we starting with? You lead this because you wrote it. So you just don't want to be bothered reading my writing? No, I can read it. So we'll start with the release date for Umbrella Academy has come out on Netflix. And they've released like a few pictures and stuff. Oh, great. It looks all right, but it also doesn't look right. But what are you going to do? In terms of the animation or the it's story? It's not an animation. Or... It's a live action. Thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a... Yeah, no, it's a live action. Uh, it's got Alan Page in it. Ooh, I like It's her. got Robert Sheehan. So he's like the guy who plays... Like, you remember Misfit Season 1? Yes. And the best character in Misfit Season 1? Before they replace it with fucking Rudy? Yeah. That's him. So he's in this. Okay. And so is Mary J. Blige. <laughs> nice. So it looks like it'll be good. It's just like a live action dark thing. Like it's what it's supposed to be. It's going to be that. I don't know if they're going to have a monkey butler. Because I feel like we're not really in that realm anymore of entertainment. So maybe they'll ignore the monkey butler. But from the pictures we've seen, they have ignored the fact that one of the guys has a gorilla body. <laughs> okay. I don't really know what they're, what they're going for. They're just like got a muscly guy and they'd be like yeah he's got a gorilla body and that's why he always wears long sleeves or something i really don't know so you've you've read all of those haven't you yeah so these are graphic novels yep written by jared way from famous for make my chemical romance for being the the front man (laughs) mom come on be in my video yep but yeah he's also a very talented artist so Oh, no, it would have been cool if they'd actually done an animation that he drew, you know? Yeah, but you can't really do that. Yeah, I guess you can't really do that anymore. And it already has an art style, mm. and the art style is a graphic novel art style. So if they didn't make the characters look exactly the same, people would be mad. So it's easier to just make a live-action thing. You can kind of separate super, it a bit. Yeah, and people are super into the live-action things at the moment. Mm. So it's a good way to go. Netflix is making it, so yeah. of course they're going to do that. Yeah, you're right. People are into like live actions of comic books and graphic novels and stuff. So yeah, but it's, it's good very one. hard conceptually to do Umbrella Academy 
as a live action thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and make it look good because there's crazy shit like bits where they're just fucking flying around in like multi-dimensional fucking portals and like one of the guys like travels through time and shit like it's really going to be very strange and as I said one of them lives on the moon and has the body of a gorilla yeah and one of them turns into like a violin a lot happens a lot of weird stuff Mm. so I don't know how they're going to transpose that into the show maybe it's going to be like after or before or Mm. that sounds really interesting so what is he doing is he like producing it or directing it or anything or is he Jared just Way, yeah or is he just I written didn't it? see anything about it he's well he'd be like he's a creator yeah so he would have to be like the one of the executive producers and like mm. have a big say in it consultant and stuff well, that's cool february 2019 that's not that far away no i think we'll probably do an episode on that that'd hells cool. yeah that'd be cool ellen page she hasn't done much recently no there was a time where she was just like in everything that would be nice to see her. And she, I think she's a good fit for this as well because she's kind of interesting and quirky. And Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be a good spotlight comeback thing if it goes well for her. Yeah. Because I think she's been a lot of activism stuff recently more than acting. Yeah, that's right. So last week we spoke about Maniac. Yes, we, we did. Wa- we watched the first episode and we loved it. Yeah. If you've listened to the previous episode, of course you'll know that. And we didn't watch another episode since then, guys, so let us know. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We watched all of it. <laughs> Lol jokes, yeah. We smashed it in a few days, I'd say. Yeah, like three? Three days. Really loved it. Very interesting show, very novel. What did you think about it? It did all the things that I usually hate when TV shows do, but it did them all, like, really well. Like what? So, like... They've got the thing where they just drop you in this world, they give you nothing. But it's obvious what they're trying to do and they don't make you like learn terminology over time or whatever or just leave you in the dark. Like It's pretty relatable. And they did the like person losing their mind thing, but they do that not in a weird way. So I really liked how they do that. Mm. And then the whole thing is like they're going into these like worlds and stuff, but the worlds are being like drug-induced, but like created by a computer somehow but it doesn't really matter any of that stuff it was all intertwined in a way and all the characters were intertwined in a way and like interesting and weird i just really liked it and the story wasn't like too complicated or anything no not at all because when i was doing some reading on it on the internet people were enjoying it but some people didn't understand what was happening how could you understand what's happening i don't know but there's all these videos that were being pushed to me on youtube like the ending of Maniac explained. So I thought there was going to be some weird like twist at the end or something. No, they literally just, all those videos just explain the show. Yeah. Like it's super basic. It'd be like explaining an episode of the fucking Flintstones. Yeah. Be like, oh, Fred got hit on the head with a bowling ball <laughs> and that's why he thought he was a gangster. Like it's fucking stupid. It was, it's literally them just explaining the series from start to finish as if the ending needed explanation. But no, it didn't. No. <laughs> there are some people who, it's one of those shows where they sort of leave it open, but they sort of don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they push the very heavily towards, like, one direction for the ending. But if you didn't want to accept that one or you thought it was more... If you wanted to think it was more complicated than it was, like, you could find that. Like, they'd put hints in it for yeah, you to exactly. let you think that it's more complicated yeah. than it is. I think you could do, like, a lot of analysis on this show. And if you rewatched it, you'd see a lot of things that you didn't see before. Yeah. You could see things to, yeah, help you come up with a different narrative for it. 
Absolutely. So yeah, it's very interesting. I actually wouldn't mind watching it again or just doing some reading on it. You know, going on like a Reddit forum or something and reading what people have to say and what they think. I think it would be an interesting show to do that for. Well, this is the thing though, because people will get on Reddit and argue about (laughs) what the real thing for the show is, but they've literally made the show in a way where it's like, you can just take from it whatever you want. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not like they've tried to create this thing. They're just like, oh, like put a hint in there and like put a thing in there and like don't even hint at like a lot of things that go this direction will hint that it's got, it might've gone another way, but like it plays out like it didn't. And they didn't even do that. They just ran it like straight all the way through to the end. And then they just like drop hints in there. They don't even open like the possibility of the other one. Mm. So it just lets people who nitpick just go crazy and be like, I'm right. Cause I <laughs> saw this thing written in a book, which you'll see if you look at shit on Reddit. Well, I think that's what you need now to have a successful show. You've got to have something that people can talk about and people can dig into on the internet. Argue. Yeah, well, it's nothing more people enjoy doing than argue on the internet, right? That's right. So if you <laughs> can get your people to argue about a show, but neither can prove that they're correct. <laughs> but yeah, great show. I'd probably give it like a nine and a half out of ten. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. If you've got Netflix, watch it. We've been telling everyone to watch it and every one of our friends that have seen it, they really love it as well, so... I haven't really met anybody I had to tell to watch it. No, everyone knows about it. Very enjoyable. I'll give it a nine. Yeah. It's pretty good. Solid nine. We've also watched the new episode of The Good Place. Yep. I think it came out last week. Will there be a new one now? Yeah. So we only watched the first one. Is this season three now, right? Yeah. What do you think of the episode? The Good Place is one of those weird shows where it just like keeps evolving, but it just keeps the same characters. Yeah. But it always does that well. So it doesn't even have to like wait till the next season to develop something big. It just like, it'll just do it like three episodes in or like every episode for a while if it wants to. Because of the way the characters are built, it always works out really well. And it's yeah. always really enjoyable to watch. I'm always surprised about how well they can continue the story. Yeah. Because it could be one of those shows where it just died after season one because they've run out of ideas. Absolutely. But yeah, they seem to be able to pull it out every season, something a bit different. This one, yeah, they're all back on Earth. Michael saves them from dying, essentially. Yeah. And he's trying to prove that they can become good people on Earth. Yeah, but he keeps fucking with them. Yeah. And that's the basic kind of that's it. That's outline at the moment. At the end, you sort of see that... Adam Scott's back. Yeah, Adam (laughs) Scott's back on Earth. He's probably going to fuck with them a lot. Yeah, it's going to be great. So, yeah, I'm excited. So that's coming out week to week on Netflix now. So if you guys want to jump on that, we always say about The Good Place to jump on it because it's one of the best shows on TV, we reckon. So I just don't know why you haven't been watching it this whole time. These next things, I think they're things that you've written on there. Well, I wrote all of this. Yeah, but some of the things while I was making my toasted cheese sandwich, I was chucking stuff out to you to write down, like the maniac and good place thing. I don't really know what these next ones are. Okay. So they're doing a reboot of The Twilight Zone. Why? I don't know. Because Jordan Peele really likes The Twilight Zone. He's got money. Jordan Peele is making it? Yep. What about the other guy? Is he going to be in it? Keenan, no. Just Jordan Peele. <laughs> So is he going to be in it or is he like... I assume both. Producing it. Or? Producing it. 
whatever he wants to do. I think he's directing stuff now, so he might direct it. Okay. I think it's just like fanboying. And it's been like 59 years or something, or 60 years Are since you serious? it started. So they're like... Like an anniversary. 59th anniversary, we'll start making it again. And it'll probably come out on the 60th anniversary. Yeah, but like, I don't know how you could do the Twilight Zone now. Because you've got like Black Mirror, which would be what I would assume the Twilight Zone would be now. Yeah, okay. People aren't affected by those kinds of stories anymore. You can't give like a 30 minute story with like a little twist and then people are like, (gasps) like, no. So I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to write it really well. I mean, they've been writing these stories down for 59 years. Maybe it'll be okay. I've never really watched Twilight Zone before. You don't know what it is? Not really. It's just like stories about weird shit. Like I watched one and it's like, good example one, this guy buys a guitar from like a pawn shop and like when he plays it, he's like the best guitarist in the world, but he like can't stop playing it. Okay. And then he just like becomes a famous asshole because he's famous and then he like keeps playing it, like ruins all of his relationships and his hands just get all fucked up and like he just can't stop doing it and then he doesn't want to do it anymore so he puts it in his car and he drives his car into a tree (laughs) to try to kill himself and destroy the guitar. And then some cop, like, finds it in the wreckage, and then it's like... And then that's the end of the episode. Right. Like, this is how they make Twilight Zone stuff. Or it'd be, like, some guy in his car driving for ages, and he's on his phone. And he, like, has a conversation with something, and then it's someone, and then it turns out, like, oh, he's on Mars, and then he gets stuck by an alien, and that's the end. Like, something weird like that. Like, okay. that's Twilight Zone. Just, like, stories like that. That kind of sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how people can be swayed by those now. As you said, like, they might go more dark or something and do something more like Black Mirror. Yeah, we've already got Black Mirror, and Black Mirror is amazing. I wanted to ask you about the next thing on this list, but first... Yes. I want to try this beverage that you've got sitting here. So I bought Raspberry Pepsi Max. Please taste and give us your thoughts. (laughs) I haven't tried it yet. All right, here we go. Oh. Fresh. That was nice. All right, here we go. Oh, that's weird. Mmm, doesn't it... Have a nice hint of carpet cleaner. It's like really sweet, even though it's it doesn't have sugar in it because Pepsi Max. It's very sweet. It doesn't taste like a drink that you're supposed to drink. Like it's sending warning signs into my brain. Oh, yeah, it tastes... Yeah, you're right. It tastes like cleaning products. Yeah. <coughs> Woo! Yeah, fucking... I got an allergic reaction from that shit. <laughs> anyway... Let's move on from that. That's pretty gross. Are you going to actually drink that? Um, no. <laughs> right. I'll probably just do it if my throat gets a bit dry while we're doing this. It tastes like cleaning products mixed with cough syrup. It's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. So, Netflix are trying this new thing. You've written here, choose how it ends. Yep. Do so you want to explain that? Netflix is trialing a, like a choose-your-own-adventure style of watching stuff. It seems really strange. They're starting it with Black Mirror, like the first episode of the new season of Black Mirror, the like the Star Trekky one. Yeah, yeah. And they obviously are trialing. I don't know what the two endings are, but they're trialing like letting you pick what direction it goes in. I don't know if you get to pick the ending and then watch it, or it like tells you you can make like a choice for one of the characters or something, or like a plot choice. But surely you'd be able to watch them all though. Oh, so you- doesn't that kind of for you and me, it would just mean we just go back and watch it again. Yeah. But I feel like 
in general, it defeats the purpose of the medium. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, I've come here and I want you to tell me, especially for Black Mirror, I want you to tell me a story. And especially for Black Mirror, it's like, I want you to make me feel the way you want me to feel. But if I'm picking it... Loses impact a It bit. loses all of the impact, especially for that. Like, I get it for, like, kids' movies and stuff, you know? Because they're kids. But what was the age you last read a choose-your-own-adventure story, not ironically? Well, that remind Yeah, it reminds me of those Goosebumps books, because I used to love those when I was a kid. Yeah, when you were a kid. Yeah, like the normal ones and also the choose-your-own-adventure. And I've, I'm pretty sure I would never get through it. No. I think there was only one route that you could take that would get you, like, not dead. You always went, like, <laughs> to the end the same way. Yeah. But, like, would you buy one now? Would you buy Choose Your Own Adventure now? Not unironically. No. So why do I want it in my TV? Because it's not like Black Mirror is a show that kids are supposed to watch. Well, yeah, exactly the yeah. point. So, yeah. like... <laughs> I don't know. I think they're just going for, like, an interactive kind of thing with TV but that's not what make it more like a video game or something. I don't know. But that's not what TV's supposed to be. I don't think. I feel like that defeats the purpose. You go there for a story. Yeah. If you pick what the story and you just want to sit back, relax, like watch what they're like. They're the professionals. Yeah. But they're supposed never, to be writing it for you. But it's also for people who are like, I never want to be challenged. And then for people who are like, I just want you to tell me what's happening. And you're like, Did I make the wrong decision? Yeah. And then neither. <laughs> Neither ending's going to have an impact because while you watch the first one you picked, you're going to be wondering what happened in the one you didn't pick. Oh, yeah. And you're going to watch And both. then when you watch the second one, you're going to be like, oh, that one was better. So I wasted my time with one of them. I think it's interesting, though. I mean, we're going to watch. We're going to do it, right? Well, yeah, to see what it's like. But I just don't think... I think it's wrong. And they're going to do it with other shows, do you reckon? Or Well, they're trialling it with Black Mirror. It's a weird place to start. But I assume that they'll try if it goes well. I'm worried it'll go well because it's Black Mirror. It is kind of a show that you could have multiple endings. I mean, you're saying that they're doing it with this Star Trekky one. At the end of that one, they, they kind of win, don't they? They escape onto the internet and he gets trapped in like his yeah. simulation and it shuts down. So he's just in like eternal darkness forever. Yeah. So the sort of group wins against the villain, but maybe in the alternate ending, the villain will be on top. So that'll be kind of like the separate ending. I don't know. Well, that's really the only difference you could have in the ending. Yeah, yeah. But it's still not the, not the point. No, I know where you're coming from. Because but... I feel like f- film and TV is a medium where they're like, here's my point, here's the story. Like, everything has, like, a most things have a reason. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they build to a conclusion. Whereas you just pick the conclusion, then it has nothing you've led up to has no impact. It's literally just the conclusion that has the impact all the time. So the journey is basically negated. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I just don't... I feel like in this medium, just leave it alone. Like, if you want to pick your own thing, play a video game. Read Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, fucking do that. They're bringing out a second Goosebumps movie, didn't I they? know, how the with fuck? Jack, with Jack Flack. How the fuck? Oh, I mean, we haven't seen the first one. No, but it's Jack Black in Goosebumps. Do you remember the TV show? Yeah. Like, we watched JonTron episodes about the TV show, and then we so saw funny. that it was on Netflix, and we watched a few episodes, and you just can't get through it. I think we got through one episode, and it's because, like, Ryan Gosling was in it yeah, when he was a that child. Was so weird. And he was terrible. Terrible. At, he was a terrible actor when he was a kid. Yeah, but just this is, saying. like, 90s terrible actors. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking atrocious. Sure, beware. You're in for a scare. So good. All right, we'll look out for that. Do we have any idea when it's coming out or? I didn't say anything okay. about it. 
Oh, we'll look out for that. We'll probably, I reckon we could probably do an episode on that or at least like a section of an episode on that. Yeah, probably. Do we have anything else in the general TV news? I don't think so. I think we've got to move on to Kate's Corner now. Massive legend, bitch! Oh, shit! Kate's Corner. What's the sound of the week? What I'm thinking, because we're going to be talking about the new Super Mario Party on Switch later. Yeah. I would like something to do with that. So maybe... Oh, I know. I really... I want an annoying Waluigi noise. <laughs> like that. Yeah, just like when he does like a really annoying noise. I want to... Yeah, I want that. Why do you want that? I fucking... <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but I fucking hate Waluigi more than ever now. No, same. But that's what I want. So that's what I get. All right. I've only got one thing in Kate's corner today, but... It is something that I've watched the entirety of. Yeah, but in how long? Uh, I'd say probably about a week. All right, so not that bad. No. I did sort of stop watching it for a couple of days and then was like, okay, I'm halfway through. i got to push through. So I watched Heathers, the TV show. It's on Stan. There's a whole season out on Stan. Obviously... You guys probably know Heather's was a very like cult film in the eighties and it's about like a group of popular kids at school and the not so popular kids at school and the not popular kids decide they want to kill the popular kids to like get revenge on them. And that's the film from the eighties, right? So I never watched this film. No, but this it's... is the first time I've heard the plot of the film. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I haven't watched it for a long time. Like I've only watched it once and I watched it when I was about 15 or something so i don't really remember so 80s teens were super relevant to you when you were 15 in 2000 oh, no, it was just it was just like one of those movies where like you went over to your girlfriend's house and you watched it i don't know it was it's just something that girls watched when they were young okay this has sort of been adapted from that there's also a musical of heathers what and that's quite recent so people are a little bit upset about this tv show because it doesn't really pull a lot from the original film and the musical. Well, yeah, you. from what you've described to me, it seems like it didn't at all. <laughs> but it's supposed to be like a more updated version, like a... What's the Tens called? It's just called the Tens, isn't it? Oh, that's fucking shit. <laughs> so like a Tens... A millennial. Let's go with millennial. A millennial version. Yeah, so this show has a bit of a twist where the popular kids are the kind of social justice warriors that would sort of be traditionally the outcasts in other traditional teen movies. They're the social justice warriors. Are they like serious social justice warriors? Like fucked up bullshit, like bad views? And well, like... yes. That's the thing about this show is that it kind of takes the piss out of everyone. Are the unpopular kids unpopular because they're not about social justice? Or is it just like, we're social justice warriors and we're for everybody, but fuck you because I'm popular? Well, there's one character and scene where... The jock, you know, how the jock's supposed to be like the popular kids in normal movies. Yeah. He's wearing like this inappropriate t-shirt and it's got like a, like a Native American on it. It's like, you know, that team in the US that's got like a Native American. The Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And he's wearing that and he kind of gets called out in the cafeteria and by the popular kids. Right. So it kind of is like that where they're sort of culturally appropriating things and being insensitive and stuff. Oh, okay. Social justice warriors in general make this 
stuff like that. They push it to the extreme where it's just like their shit. And this is painting like social justice warriors the right way, probably. But it could also be painting like left-leaning people in a bad way. Do you think it does that? Or do you think it's just like really obvious that they're like the far extreme, like dickheads that nobody really likes? It's very hard to explain. But as I said, like, it seems like they're making fun of everyone. Okay. Like literally everyone. (laughs) It's really weird. It's got such weird vibes. It's inclusively uninclusive. Yeah, exactly. But basically, the show... Okay, so it's got a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb, which is not great. Oh, that's rough. And 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. I managed to get through the whole thing, and I'm not sure why or how. Okay. (laughs) And it does kind of follow on with the movie how there's, like, someone that wants to kill the popular kids. But it's just really dark, and the main woman character is just like a psychopath and wants to kill people for fun and her boyfriend just wants to kill people for fun. The funny thing is, this show was not aired in the US for ages. Okay. Because it was really controversial, right? Right. Because there's a lot about school shooting and like violence in schools. Okay. And they had this kind of issue with 13 Reasons Why as well, right? Yeah, of course. But 13 Reasons Why was pretty much just straight 100% drama show whereas this, this one, one pokes is like, fun so they thought yeah, it was weird it's like a black dark comedy so it does make you feel a bit uncomfortable when you're watching it especially when you sort of know what's going on in the u.s with all the school shootings and stuff yeah. it almost seems like they're kind of poking fun at it but is it sort of hard if you didn't know it was supposed to be a comedy would it be hard to tell that it was a comedy if you weren't smart yeah okay because like Sorry to break into Kate's corner and talk about my favourite show in the world. But I watched the latest episode of South Park and that's about school shootings. About how they're so common that it's blasé now and that's like what the episode's about. But there's multiple shootings in the episode and they're just like, they just ignore it while it's happening. So did that get shown on American TV? I think so. So in America, this show, they wouldn't screen it for ages and it's only just coming out in America now I think on the 25th of this month, I think. And they're doing it over a few days yeah. in two episode blocks. So they're smashing out the entire season of it in a few days on TV. Right. So, so they're not giving it, it yeah, they're not done. giving it, you know, a weekly spot or anything. They're just chucking it on TV in one block. And it's like, if you want to watch it, just fucking watch it in these days. Also, they are not screening the finale because that's when all the kind of final episode where the school shooting thing kind of the like climax. comes to a head yeah they decided they weren't going to show that on tv at all right so they've kind of like re-edited it so that the second last episode is the finale for american television and how does that work i'm not sure because i obviously haven't seen it like i watched the unedited version because they put that on stan and yeah you can watch it in australia i don't know if it's on any streaming services in the u.s but yeah basically there's been all this controversy they're not even you know, doesn't get a spot. It's being played in three days and then not showing the finale. So right, pretty well, the, crazy. The point I was trying to make by bringing up South Park yeah. is that people know that it's like a satire show and they know that it's a comedy exactly. and it's like poker fun and stuff. But if this one doesn't make it obvious enough, then I think like that could be why they don't want to show it. Well, also like South Park is so like integrated into pop culture and everyone, yeah, everyone knows that it's... Yeah, exactly what I mean. Yeah. And... By this point, you would know whether you like South Park and whether you're going to watch it or not, right? Yeah. But this is like, 
a young people show aimed towards teenagers who are probably in high school. They don't know what they're getting into until they're, you know, sat there watching it. So I can understand why there's this whole thing about it in the US, but... Well, yeah, I guess it's aimed at teens, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Cause it's, it's aimed at teens school. and it's hard to tell whether it's supposed to be a satire or not. Mm. It's very aimed towards, you know, Riverdale watchers. It, remind, it actually reminded me quite a bit of Insatiable, the kind of vibe and like humour of I it. I could see from the little bits that I saw of it, I could see that 100%. Like yeah. if you told me they were made like by the same people and directed by the same like, people, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So that's what it really reminded me of. But yeah, I got through it. I don't know if I'm glad that I watched it. 5.1 out of 10. If you don't know you're glad you watched it or not, that, I think that's a five is the highest it can get. Yeah, I would probably say about a five. It, it was just one of those things where you couldn't look away. Like I was explaining it to you and you were like, like a car crash. And I was like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like it's just, it was just kind of addictive and it was so, it made you feel so uncomfortable that you couldn't not watch it. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Well, people, some people love cringe. Yeah. Like that's where the office is popular. But it wasn't like comedy cringe. It was like, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. Like maybe it's kind of Yeah, maybe it's kind of like confronting cringe. Like, you know, when you watch Who is America or something like that. Yeah. And it's like confronting cringe. So, yeah, I wouldn't really recommend it to anyone. <laughs> That's pretty don't good. Don't bother watching it. To be honest, the pilot was probably the first two episodes are probably the best episodes. And then it just kind of got a bit much. Right. Well, lucky you finished it. <laughs> But yeah, that's my take on Heather's. I think that's the end of Kate's Corner. Massive legend here! Oh shit! A brief one this week. A brief one. Well, I did speak for quite a while about that. So moving on to movie news. Because what did we see this week that everybody, all the reviews said it was shit. And we got really excited about seeing it. We've been excited about seeing it since we saw the trailer. And we went and saw it on the Friday after it came out, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Venom. 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 Fuck yeah. <laughs> we saw Venom at the movies. I don't usually preface this with, like, how I feel about it. But man, it was fucking good, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it. I don't know what everyone was complaining about. Well, so when it did air, it had really bad reviews, like four out of tens and stuff. It's rated M, you know. So what? That was the neg. That was the only negative for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Whatever. Like I usually get annoyed when they go for like weirder storylines or more niche storylines for the comic book characters because they're like less complicated and easier to digest. Yeah. But I really didn't mind that they went with the like oh he's got to eat things that are alive. I really didn't mind that. I mean, you've got to have a protagonist that you like in a movie. You know what I mean? So you can't make it like Eddie Brock is the only one who can control the symbiote because the symbiote lives on anger and he's the only person angry enough for it to deal. Yeah. And it's just like... you still got to like Eddie Brock. You've got to like him, yeah. And you know who I fucking love? Tom Hardy in this because he's fucking great. <laughs> he was actually amazing. Like, I know he's in a lot of stuff at the moment, but I don't feel like I've really watched a lot of the films that he's been in. No, I don't think we have. No. And... Now I understand why he's being put in everything. Because he, he's he, really good. Yeah, he really brought this character to life. It seemed like he really got into it. He didn't give a shit that he kind of looked a bit dumb. You know, because he's like... Oh, yeah. He's like talking to himself half the movie and just doing pretty stupid shit. Yeah, but in the context of the movie, it makes sense. But yeah, But it's more like he spends 
like the first part of it and he's like a fucking you know warrior for justice like a reporter and he's just like i'm gonna tell the truth and shit mm. and then like then he gets down on his luck and it's just like yeah whatever that's also believable because he doesn't like break down or anything he's just like himself but like things are a bit shit yeah when he gets the symbiote and when he's like being sick and shit that was fucking crazy that was so well done and like i felt like bad for him and i oh, felt yeah sick and uncomfortable and he's like always a bit sweaty and wet and he's just like tired but like wired and it looks like he has like a fever and he's like a rotten chicken out the bin yeah he plays it so well it was brilliant (laughs) yeah he's surprised by the things that are happening always he plays surprised in this movie so well like shocked about what's happening while it's happening it feels very real it's so good yeah i have one complaint what was that I think you know what it is, but it's they fell accidentally into the Transformers realm. There's a bit where two of the symbiotes are fighting. They put too much CGI into it. Oh, okay, yeah. And it just, you can't read it. So mm. it falls into the Transformers thing, like Transformers 2 and on, where you can't tell what the fuck is happening in every fight scene. But yeah. all the parts where it's just him and like all that stuff's happening are like brilliant. Yeah, I do agree with you. The last fight scene, it was a bit hard to see sometimes. But I did like, you know, when they're sort of morphing into each other and it was like slow motion. You could see like both the characters and the symbiotes kind of spread out. It looked really cool. They didn't do it for a really long time. No. You know what I mean? They did like they did it. And when they were fighting, like you could tell what was happening. But there were just parts when they were like smashing into each other. You couldn't tell. Mm, Because they didn't look super different. Like No. The villain symbiote was like had a bit of a silver sheen to that's that's what they are in reality yeah so like venom is black he's so black that he has like blue detail in the comics Mm -hmm. and then you've got like lighter ones and then there's like carnage who exciting news about that at the end of the movie i don't spoilers um (laughs) oh we're gonna do one spoiler and it's fucking are you joking me (laughs) let's just talk about now because i was so excited by this okay so obviously yeah marvel movies always have the after credit scenes yeah. Um, was there, there was two, wasn't there? Yeah. The first one was the good one. Yeah. This, the second one, there's no point in waiting. Unless you're really excited about excited about Enter the Spider-Verse, there's like no point. In yeah. So that's like one. a new movie that they're doing that's all like comic book looking animation. It actually looks really cool, I thought, but I don't know. I'm not that into it. But yeah. the first after scene was Eddie Brock just like going to prison and he comes across Carnage. Yeah. Well, the guy who will eventually, obviously, become Carnage based on what Doesn't they say to each say other. Doesn't he say Carnage? Like, He's just like, there's going to be Carnage. Yeah. So that's <laughs> and like, like, oh, shit, How it's are you carnage. supposed to explain to people, like, it's going to be Carnage without that? <laughs> yeah. Talk about who the fucking it's actor fucking is, mate. Woody Harrelson, mate. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> genius. So genius. A sort of silly guy, but a really fantastic actor. Let's get Woody Harrelson to play a crazy serial killer who eventually gets a crazy symbiote to come in. I never knew that I <laughs> needed Woody Harrelson in the Marvel Universe until now. And now I don't even know why I questioned it before. So people like snapping <laughs> up superheroes. Like every actor is like, I'm going to take a superhero yeah, yeah. and that's like my superhero. And then you have to be that superhero unless you're fucking Ben Affleck. And now just snapping them up, right? If... Venom come across your desk, you fucking take it because it might not be a key character, but everybody fucking loves Venom. Venom's amazing. And then they're like, oh, you know, Venom's biggest enemy. Who are we going to get to do that? Fucking Woody Harrelson. <laughs> but I remember when it came out that Tom Hardy was taking Venom, 
that was when I was listening to the Bros. Bros watch PLL two, their yeah. headcanon podcast, and they were like, "Why the fuck did Tom Hardy take Venom?" Because Venom is the best. <laughs> even back before anyone had seen the movie, everyone was like, "This movie's gonna be shit. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be, you know." And I don't understand. It's probably the best one that I've seen in a long time. Like, it did the introduction thing that they all do, and, like, there's one climatic fight scene, and there's lots of action through the whole thing, but it's easy to follow, it's enjoyable to watch, and it's funny. Yeah, yeah. There's really funny moments. It's not obviously as outright funny as Deadpool, but it is that same kind of, like, anti-hero, love him but hate him kind of character. I don't hate him. (laughs) No. No. But there is supposed to be some kind of... I think that's a thing. That would be one of the things that they missed is like yeah. the, the dislike. But you don't dislike him. It's Tom Hardy. Like, <laughs> he's fucking great <laughs> as an actor. And he plays this guy who's just like stuck with this thing that's just like, I don't know what's happening. Mm, mm. And it's just like, can I eat that person? And he's just like, no, fucking don't do that. I and liked... that's the character. It's fucking yeah. great. I liked the actual like symbiote Venom character. Like, oh, it was great, wasn't the it? The shift in the personality where it's like, I'm going to take over the world kind of thing. And yeah. then suddenly it's just like, actually, I really like you, Eddie Brock. Like, let's just hang out yeah. by the end. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of, it was kind of cool. I just love, uh, on my planet, I'm kind of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, great. Fucking what? <laughs> so he's like the nerd symbiote. So he's like, yeah, I want to stay on Earth and be cool like you, Eddie. Man, um, it was fucking great movie. Just another quick comment on the bad reviews. There was like this conspiracy theory going around that Lady Gaga had like paid people to do bad reviews of Venom so that her movie oh, that would fucking, get better that reviews. Oh, that fucking Bradley Cooper bullshit. Yeah. A Star is Born. Ladies night, <laughs> if you want to go and see A Star Is Born and you also want to go and see Venom, I f- I'd see that as like a sort of a small range, you yeah. know what I mean? So, I feel like the, no? <laughs> the, Venn, the Venn diagram, like the middle would be quite small, like the crossover. Yeah. But yeah like that even that something... small middle crossover, there's going to be a preference or yeah. they're going to go and see both of them. Yeah. I like, just thought that was kind of funny that the internet just kind of latched onto that <laughs> why why would gaga give two fucks like she no she wouldn't wouldn't do anything like that no i mean they put like probably a billion dollars into marketing a star is born so oh my they god are not, so much money they are not worried <laughs> if you got a hoist and you watch a star is born they give you like a ladies night package for going mm. i don't know what's in the ladies night package but nobody gives you anything for going to see a movie i think you probably had to pay extra for that you know what i mean i think like you so really? What is it normally like twenty four dollars a ticket? Is that yeah. right? So you probably have to pay like thirty dollars a ticket to get you know like a little bag of Maltesers and a half glass of Prosecco or yeah, something. Yeah, but like bullshit. unless you're fucking a child, like back in the day when like the Pokemon movie came out and you got like Pokemon cards, <laughs> like nobody gives you anything that goes with the movie. I'd be there for that. <laughs> oh, guys! Full disclosure: I broke my Pokemon card break today. It wasn't really your fault. It was due to disappointment. We went to get you some sleeves so you could organize your cards and they said they had them at the mm. Kmart and they didn't have them. It was a lie. Not your fault. Well, apparently they're out the back and some poor woman had to go and search out in the bloody back of the store and she couldn't find them. I don't know if she even looked. She just went out there and like went on her phone for two yeah. seconds and came back. Yeah, probably. Well, she seemed nice, but if someone came up to me and was like, where are your Pokemon sleeves? I'd be like, fuck you. I bought them yeah, all. Yeah, what about? <laughs> I bought them all. Yeah, you'd be like, I bought them all. 
And I also called that specialist card store in Coburg today. Yeah. And they were out of stock as well. Like, it's fucking impossible to get these sleeves. Yeah, that doesn't sound surprising. So I bought two booster packs. Well, nobody's... If you're buying the sleeves, you're buying them. You know what I mean? Like, there's a small range of people who would buy the sleeves. Like, way more people would buy the cards than the sleeves for the cards. Yeah. And people get sucked in by these fucking binders with pictures of Pokemon on the front. Well, they're cool, but at the same time, they cost, like... $15 $15 a pop. Yeah. And how many sleeves do you get in there? Um, you can get 10 sleeves for 6 bucks. Yeah. And how many sleeves do you get in a binder? I think there's only 10 pages. So yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so it costs way more just so you can have a poke on the front. Like I've got a few of them, but now I've got like an actual binder with just blank pages in. Yeah, you'd rather use and that and have put, them all in one place. Yeah. And I can put multiple sets in one folder. Whereas with those, like you can only fit one set in one folder. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just going on now. I'm... <laughs> What a fucking nerd, right? Well, until the new set comes out. Yeah, so excited for my booster box. <laughs> oh, yeah. Might do a little video for you guys. No one will be interested, but you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. The only other thing in movie news is Jonah Hill's new movie that's coming out. Oh, my God. He's- yeah, so obviously <laughs> we're pretty into Jonah Hill right now just because we're you know, on the back of Maniac. Yeah. We heard from... Our friend Job. Uncle Job. <laughs> that apparently Jonah Hill has Oscar buzz. Yeah. So we sort of looked it up on the internet and the only thing you could find was this. So it's a movie called random... Mid 90s. A movie about a kid in the 90s who's like a skater and he's hanging out with Classic. his skater mates. Classic. He has to like do bigger tricks than them because he's younger. So he has to be like cooler than them by doing like crazier shit and. It's just like a drama about this kid who wants to be a skater and his whole family's just like, you can't hang out with those guys. They're fucking dirty skater rats. And it's just like, who gives a fuck? So did we find out what Jonah Hill's part in this was? Is he producer, He's the director, director I think. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. But it just does... I won't, wouldn't watch it. Like, I was a fucking skater kid in the 90s, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and uh, you see these fucking groms and shit all over the place, dirty fuckers. And, you know, people just drink fucking beers at the skate park and, like... What's groms? Like, fucking, like, dirty surfer blokes. Okay. Yeah. I never wanted to hang out with those guys. (laughs) But I'm sure there are, like, some kids who would want to hang out with those guys. Well, to be fair, it's probably a good time to bring out, like, a 90s revival film. Oh, fuck yeah. Because everyone's about the 90s right now. And it's super easy to get all the clothes and, like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just go to, you know, fucking Topshop and everything there is 90s. Yeah, but I think it also has clips of amateur skate videos from the 90s in it. Okay, that's kind of cool. There's, like, comparisons, so... It could be interesting. I feel like a lot of people would be there, like, here for that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It could be something. It might be nostalgic for me, but... I don't know. Like, as a drama? I just Mm. don't... I don't know. But I think it's just, like, the kids who were those skater kids in the 90s are now old enough to watch a drama about them when they were skater kids in the 90s oh yeah they're gonna have 30 bucks to go to the movies so yeah you know, cash but also in on like that. it doesn't have to be a comedy it doesn't have to be an action yeah. movie they're like adults now yeah they're like 30 yeah so cash in on that fucking fresh corporate money yeah <laughs> cool is that the end of movie news i guess so we actually have some game news this week which we don't often moving on to games <laughs> as you mentioned earlier we just recently bought Super Mario Party on the Switch. We bought it the day it came out. The day it came out. The day it came out. So it came out 
last Friday, I believe, and we bought it Friday night before we went to go see Venom. Before we went to go see Venom. No less. We are so up to date with all of the shit right now. <laughs> on fleek. Yeah. Eyebrows on fleek. <laughs> I think I've got a bit of a unibrow thing going on, so I don't think that Do you? relates to me. Yeah. Oh, We're don't. both just uh, rubbing our unibrows at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Talk for yourself, mate. Talk for yourself? Speak for yourself, mate. I don't have a unibrow. I usually do. That's true. So, what do you think of the game? Okay. So, we were really excited about this for a really long time, ever since it was announced. I've been waiting for this for months. It is one of my favorite Nintendo games of all time. We love Mario Party. It's just so fun and just so easy. It's not 100% skill, but it's like a big part of skill, but then a lot of it, you're not like doing something the whole time. There's like small parts we have to be really active and concentrating yeah. and then other parts. So it's like really good experience. Yeah. And it's a nice social thing as well. Like yeah. the two of us will just sit and like have a couple of beers and chat while we're playing. There's and... so few games we can play together. So we were just waiting yeah. for this for ages. Yeah. After and... the disappointment of Splatoon 2. Oh yeah, fuck that we shit. We can't play together unless we have two Switches and two of the game. The only reason we bought it. Yeah. So we were excited for this. Yeah. It is really good. The mm. mini games are like the same sort of stuff, but like better versions yeah. of those. Like the fucking steak flipping game. That was my favorite one. I was going to say <laughs> that. That was so good. Just this thing where you got to cook all the sides of a steak by like flipping the controller. It was fucking great. And it looks crispy as yeah, fuck. Yeah. I just want to eat that little cube of steak. <laughs> no, it's funny because I was talking to one of my friends about it. He got it the day it came out as well. And he was telling me about this steak flipping game and I hadn't played it yet. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds really cool. He's like, it's so hard. You know, I kept flipping the pan. It was like, slip out the pan. <laughs> Neither of us made it fall out the pan once. So I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He must have just been never like... cooked a steak you know, in his life. <laughs> he must have just been flipping this shit like, you know, onto the fucking ceiling. Oh man. No, that was a really good game. I liked that one a lot. It was really good. But all the mini games are like, some of them are really dumb. Like I hate the... Count how many toads are in this picture or oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, that sort of shit is just, like, annoying. I can't even do that one. I just... I can't focus for long yeah. enough. And then... Though, there's one where you got to take pancakes and whoever takes the most pancakes wins and shit. Mm. Like, some of them are a bit hard. questionable. Like, there's a barrel rolling one that's really questionable because the computer always beats us even though it's on super easy. Yeah. And then, like, there's one where there's a dartboard and you have to, like, trap the other player in the dartboard and, like... Some of them are a bit a bit weird. But, but it's always been like that, though. Yeah, but we've only played them once. Well, not like Mario Party 1. In Mario Party 1, all the games were like fucking shit. They were shocking, but they were all <laughs> like set. And you were just like, yep, so you hit the golf ball or you like fucking... It was easy. You could easily tell what was happening. This one, you just... Some of them, you're like, I don't really understand what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. Yeah. But the practice thing, what an improvement. Oh, yeah, that was great. That you get to practice doing it. Before you go in, you don't have to like load it in practice and then go back out and then play it. Like it's just there on the screen. Mm. That's an improvement. That is we such needed. an improvement. The only thing is, is that it's about like a third of the screen size. Well, so like two thirds of the screen. Yeah, size. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of an adjustment, like from that to the full screen. But no, it's really not that bad. The other new feature, I guess, is the dice. You get a dice for your character and every character has a different one. Yeah, I feel like that just means you could have an advantage on each field with a different character. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they've all got different dice. Some of them have like, you know, multiple threes or some of them, it doesn't even make you move. It just gives you coins. Yeah. The other thing is you can land on these ally spaces. Yep. And you get someone that joins you and you can use their dice if you wish. And they also have a one, two dice that they roll after you. So you can get like an extra couple of spaces. Inversely, you can run into a bomb and the bomb will take away take away from your roll. Oh, yeah. So there's quite a few new little features, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. You don't have to click through other players' steps anymore, which yeah, you always had to lot, do. It's a lot more streamlined in that respect, so you don't have to just be like yeah. constantly on the A button the whole yeah. time. It's like smooth and quick and good. Yeah. But a lot of the team games are hard because your teammates, the character player teammates, are shit. Mm. But that's because we were playing on easy because we're only just learning how to play all the mini games and yeah. stuff. If we played on harder, they'd probably be better at playing the games yeah. with us. And the only other thing is that it gives you 10 goes to get through the whole thing and that takes an hour, right? Yeah. But you don't feel like you've done that much, even though it's taken a whole hour. Exactly. Like, the, I think we played f- three or four games and the maximum amount of stars I've seen is three. Mm. Yeah. And usually it would be like, like four or five, like minimum each character sort of thing. But the way that they divvy out the stars is like, you just get there first, and then whoever's in front usually just gets all the stars. So the first game we played, we lost to fucking, fucking Waluigi <laughs> just because his rolls were better. Yeah, yeah. And you just lose. I was so surprised, actually, that we lost to the computer the first game we played. Yeah. After that, though, what, you won? No, you just I, you I won. won two, didn't we I? We lost, and then... Oh, no, you, yeah, you won two in a row. Yeah. So yeah. I think we've only played three times. Oh, okay. We lost... The first time, then I won the, the second two times. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Which is actually weird because I, I don't usually win because you're very good at mini games. Yeah, I usually come from behind, but that's not how this one works. This one is just like whoever goes the furthest, the fastest wins. Mm. Which mm. is like a weird... Because you never, never, you never don't have enough coins for stars, which was a concern you used to have. Yeah. But it doesn't happen. It's just sort of like by the time you get there... You get a star. It never goes like in front of the person in last place, but behind everybody else. It's always just like a bit behind. Whoever's in front gets the star. They always win. So Mm. it's weird. Oh, I have one more complaint. Yeah. I cannot play as Toad, (laughs) which is obviously my favorite Nintendo character. I have a tattoo of Toad, of Captain Toad. Oh, wow. And I always used to play... As Toad, because we had Mario Party on the Wii U as well. Always played as Toad. Yeah! Always played Toad in Mario Kart, Mario Party. This one, he's like a judge. I thought, other than on the DS and the Switch one, or the... No, other than the DS and the Wii Wii one, I always remember him being the judge. Okay. I don't really remember him being playable. I thought that I'd played Party on like a really old console in the last couple of years and I, I played as Toad. Oh, I don't... I'm not... I think it was a 64, a Nintendo 64. I'm not that researched. At Dylan's house. I don't know why I felt like he was always the judge. I don't know. But at least he has a little bow tie. Yeah, he's so cute. And, and he's always in it. And little Toadette, she's the one that moves the star around the board, which is really cute. She's got this little like bouquet of balloons with a little bow tied on them. So whenever she, you know, moves a star, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> They're so cute. It's amazing. But yeah, so now I have to play as Yoshi and you play as Luigi. Because I always play as Luigi. Yeah. 
And I don't mind Yoshi. He's right. Luigi for life, bruh. <laughs> I actually think I might play as um, Monty Mole next time because I'm pretty into Monty Mole. Well, he's got a good dice box as well. Yeah, it's not bad at all. You love you some Monty Mole. I Monty do. Mole's Maze Madness. No, isn't it Mischief? Is Monty it? Mole's Maze Mischief, I'm oh, pretty sure. F- mate, alliteration. Yeah, that, that was one of the boss battles from... There's no boss There's battles. There's no boss battles, no. Well, I miss the boss battles. But they're, they're all start to finish, you know. Mm. It was a different setup. The other cool thing about this is that you can play mini games online with people. Yeah, that'll be a change. We haven't tried that yet. I don't really know how that's going to go. I think it'll be just like a mini game tournament kind of thing. Yeah, but you'll, you'll you never win. You used to be able to do a tournament on the Wii U, but not online. Yeah, but you so might be like, something like that. You'll just never win, you know. Be all these fucking nerds on there. Well, it's just like the mini games are those sort of things where you can just get perfect at it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You can just be like, be really good at them. And they're just really simple things. And you can just be the best at them. So I used it's... to really like the cucumber slicing one. I was really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you the remember that best. one? The best online. It was, it was on the DS, though. On the Nintendo DS when we used to yeah. play it. <laughs> yeah. And you just had to like do the stylus side to side and yeah. slice this fucking cucumber. God, it sounds so dumb when you explain these. Mm. You gotta cook a steak. You slice the cucumber. You steal pancakes. Yeah, steal pancakes. Anyway, it's fun. <laughs> it's, would, re- it's really fun. What would you give this? I reckon they've. Like, I'm surprised how much they've put into this. They've I really, really improved it. I really enjoy it's playing it until the end, when they're just like, "You fucking lost," because somebody else on the computer rolled a higher dice than you. Because <laughs> fuck you, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> So the board gameplay I don't enjoy, but the game itself is amazing. So I'd say like an eight, I would give it. I'd probably give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, the graphics are great. It's really good. Oh no! Other thing I fucking hate <laughs> is the only thing that you can't skip through and that doesn't go fast is the fucking leaderboard thing. And even if the person who's in first place hasn't moved and nothing's happened and the leaderboard comes up, they make their fucking thing. And when it's Waluigi, <laughs> every five fucking seconds, I've got to hear him go, Meh. and then everybody else is like, oh no. And then oh, you're like, no. fucking shut up. Every five seconds. Leave me alone. Yeah. And you got to look through the whole thing and then it's like, bling, bling, oh no, bling, oh. bling, fucking <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like, I don't need to see that. Let me skip that. Yeah. What? No, but I love the game. Yeah, overall, very good game. I feel like when a game is really good, you can easily pick out the little things that piss you off. Like all the things that we've said are tiny little things, right? Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah. They don't ruin the game at all. No. It's nothing like that. It's still really fun to play. I'd still really love playing it, but like, fuck me. <laughs> we've got to get through the next board because then I think we unlock the secret one. Well, there's only five boards. Yeah, five, five boards. boards, six characters to unlock or something. Was it six? I think there's only two more characters to unlock. No. I might be wrong. I think there's four or six characters to unlock. Okay. But I'm feeling like the success of the Switch, they will probably update this game and put more stuff in it. Yeah, they easily could. More boards and that. Easily could. Yeah, because I think... But they'll make us pay. Yeah, but I'm not too fussed about that. How much did we pay for this game? $70? $80? $70? Or $80? $80. <laughs> I think it was, oh, no, it was $70, sorry. $69, or Yeah, $69. Yeah. That's just a normal price, isn't it? That's what they cost. That's yeah. what you pay. But um, if they do do updates, that'll be good. 
And then Smash is going to come out. Whew! Smash! Yeah, I'm not so keen on that. Yeah, I know you know, but Just I'm... Just because it takes, um, like, a fair bit of skill to actually, <laughs> to actually be good at it. <laughs> I'm just going to get it because I get all of the Smashes. I always get them. I play all of them. Yeah, no, Until it. you get all of the characters, and then you're just like, I'm done. Because I only play it as one fucking character all the time. You just master one character, and then you're like, Bet, all right, that's it. Guess who I play as on Smash? Do you know? Who okay, do you think I would play Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Because you can... Got it in one. You can't really fall if you're Kirby. You can fly, and you can fucking breathe people in and shoot yeah. them out. He's got heaps of effects. I love Kirby. I know Kirby's you Kirby's great. No, I'm always whoever the Roy is for it. So there's like a, there's Marth and everybody's like, Marth is one of the best characters. And you're like, no, it's fucking Roy. Because <laughs> it's Marth except for with an explosion. Oh, okay. <laughs> so fuck you. No, if you get it, I'll play with you. If we can play on the same team. You can do teams. And I'll just be Kirby and I'll just fly around and just like breathe people in and shoot them off the edge. Yeah, you play it twice. And I'll just play it until all the characters are unlocking this stuff. I think, like, Melee was the one that I played the most because, like, it objectively is the best one. Like, everybody says it's the best one. Yeah. It's the best one. But also because they have the most to do because there's, like, trophies and you're supposed to collect all the trophies. Right. So I was, like, doing that shit and there's heaps of challenges and shit. Played that for fucking... My life is gone, man. A big chunk of my life is gone. That and fucking Tony Hawk's Underground just, whoop, gone. <laughs> I just had a Red Bull and I'm fucking yawning. Yeah, because caffeine doesn't affect you, mate. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, I've had three coffees today and then I had that Red Bull. Mate, no wonder you're tired. You're ODing. What? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, I felt pretty good for about half an hour this morning because I had two coffees in a row. Jesus. And then I just, like, crashed and I've just been crashed the rest of the day. Like, ah, it's Friday, fuck it. Yeah, true. So... That's done. Everybody's up to date. I feel like it's time for the main event. Is that a different song? (laughs) (laughs) That was a Brooklyn Nine Nine song. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I got it a few notes ago. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Fuck. You gotta leave that in, mate. How? That's too much to cut out. The podcast won't make time if I cut that. What? An hour and a half. Who actually sits here and listens to the entire fucking podcast? Well, this is the time when people usually stop. Well, that's when I stop. But, <laughs> but I think some people do the opposite and they skip t- towards they're the... S- they don't listen to our shit. Yeah. It just depends, I think, how people are related to us. I mean, listen to the podcast however you want. I don't give a fuck. As long as you listen to it. As long as you listen to it and you enjoy it. and give you like stem views, mate. Yeah. And you like our personalities and that. Then fuck, it's medium, mate. Just <laughs> It's content. Yeah. Just fucking suck it in, you fucking sponge. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. All right, main event. We watched... Yeah, what the fuck did we watch again? The, <laughs> the Orville. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, gross. I can't even be fucked talking about this. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. <laughs> What's your opening statement? I fucking hate Seth MacFarlane. Why does he put himself in things? 
I used to like Family Guy. It was like when it was different and it was like a thing we had didn't have and it made like really jokes really easy. You know what I mean? And now everything is the same. And now Seth MacFarlane's just like, I'm going to make a show where I'm in it. And then they're just like, what character are you going to play? And he's like, me. <laughs> like, fucking don't do that. Like Me in space. That's right. That's what he does now. He's just like, oh, everybody loves this stuff because of me. And it's like, nobody gives a fuck about you, Seth, mate. Jesus, after you did fucking that I Saw Your Boobs song on that award ceremony, like, nobody wants What's to that? hear... Fuck- Haven't you heard that? No. I'll put it in... Now. We saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. In the movie that we saw, we saw your boobs. It's basically like a song that he wrote and he performed it at, like, an award ceremony, like, the Oscars or something when he hosted it. Fuck, it was bad. He just pointed at all these actresses in the crowd and said, seen your tits, seen your tits, seen your tits. He's a big band singer. Like, he loves big band. Okay. That's him. But now he does things like this and, like... gross. Was that a thousand ways to die in the West or whatever? Oh, yeah. And, like, it's just him. It's just like, if I was in this situation but I was exactly the same person, what would I do? And then he makes a show about it. Yeah. Me in the Wild Wild West. Me in space. Yeah. What's it going to be next? Me in a submarine. (laughs) Fucking who cares, Seth, mate? Like, fucking put it away. Anyway, what did you think of the Orville? I'd heard of this because my colleague mentioned it when it first came out. And I think we were considering doing an episode on it when it first came out, and then we just kind of didn't. We were, because we watched an ad for it, and we were like, oh, I'm doing that. (laughs) Yeah, we thought it could be interesting. I think he ended up watching, like, a lot of it, and he quite enjoyed it. I think it's very... Seth MacFarlane is very set in the Star Trek universe. So I think if you were a big fan of Star Trek, it might be quite enjoyable just because of, like, You'd the understand. way they make the sets and the way they do the story. And you can... I don't watch a lot of Star Trek, but I can tell as they're progressing through the story that they are making fun of the way that Star Trek progresses through the story. Mm. Mm-hmm. So... They go to the planet and it's just like a routine thing. And then it's like, oh, you have to come down. And it's like, I'm not going to land my fucking spaceship down there. If you're in danger, you won't tell me what it is. And they're like, no, they don't actually do that. They just go. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, here's the lab. And like, here's all the weird things. And like, and then it's like, oh, here's some seeds. They grow trees. And they're like, why the fuck are we here? Like, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we've made this thing. And then it's like, now you don't understand the thing for a bit because you're not a scientist. And then we explain the thing and then you take it and then somebody else tries to take it and then you defeat them with it. It's a fucking Star Trek episode. (laughs) Yeah. I can't say that I've ever really watched Star Trek, but I understand that this is supposed to be like a kind of parody on that. Yeah. It's um, a direct parody. Like, yeah. they make fun of the way the stuff is formulated, but really in depth. So I think that if you were a big fan... You'd enjoy it more. You could yeah. quite enjoy it. But the stuff that's thrown in for people who aren't Star Trek fans... Not great. <laughs> no, I don't think I really got it enough. But this show has a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, but only 22% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I can see that. So I don't know what the difference there isn't is. imdb's like rotten tomatoes is like fan no rotten tomatoes and... i think is both fans and critics i think they're both fans and critics all oh, right yeah i believe so is um oh is IMDb a combination and rotten tomatoes separates them out maybe i'm not sure did you want me to read like a little bit of a go for it it's pretty long fuck me <laughs> maybe i'll just uh... it is a star trek parody and the main character is seth mcfarlane that is 
That's it. We're going to go I'll through... Just par- I can paraphrase it if you All want. right. Fuck. So... <laughs> More of this. <laughs> this uh, officer, Ed Mercer, who is Seth MacFarlane, he's just had a big divorce. His wife cheated on him. He wants to start a new chapter. He gets assigned to a ship. And then his ex-wife ends up being the first officer. He's got this eccentric crew. And that's all. And then the rest of it just explains who the crew are and who the characters are. Right. So, yeah, he's got a bit of an eclectic crew. He's got, like, a an alien from a single-sex species, an artificial life, life form, some young alien security officer woman, a gelatinous creature. So, yeah, he's got all these different kind of aliens and stuff. And his best friend as well, who's also a human, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, it's pretty shit. So, so it just sets it up to be this kind of every episode is like a new fucking thing that happens. Just like Star Trek. Yeah. But there is an overarching sort of plot kind of. Yeah. Which is it's just more just about the characters. Yeah. Yeah. So he's having to work with his ex-wife and that's all a bit weird. and Yeah. So they make really lazy jokes about their whole ex-wife thing. And then it turns around so fast, like one experience and then the five years or whatever that they've been divorced and hating each other just goes away. Yeah, because um, she cheats on him with, like, this um, blue some alien, alien guy. Thing. Yeah. Just pretty gross. Yeah. It's, like, some weird... His head explodes sex and shit. Scene. Yeah. Ugh. It's very weird. But, like, yeah, at the end, they're, like, cool with each other and, like, he lets her stay on as his... Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll get a job on a leadership. And he's like, actually, no. After this one day that we've spent together and... No, stay. Yeah. Great. Way way to fucking make things difficult for yourself on the job, mate. Yeah, fuck off. But the thing about that as well, then you find out at the end that she, like, gave him, made them give him the ship and then she put herself there. Leave him the fuck alone. I know. Isn't that a bit weird? You, yeah. That was the only thing I could think of when it ended. I was just like, you're manipulating this guy's life when he just wants to get away with you, away from you. Maybe she wants to she probably wants to get back together then. I understand that, but like she you, feels bad. But he's she's manipulating the situation. Yeah, and that's you not cool. Fucked it up yeah. and he was just like, Yeah, I'm done. And then you wait a little bit and then you manipulate the whole situation to put yourself back into his life. That's fucked. Yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ugh. Did you have any top moments from the episode? I had a couple of bottom moments. What's the bottom moments? Oh, so many. Just anytime Seth MacFarlane's on the screen. Oh. I don't really think I had any top... I, I, I was just flatlining the whole time we watched it. Well, to be honest, like, how long has it been since we watched this? Like a week. Yeah. I've kind of forgotten most of it. For me, I just remember being like, this is a joke. This is where the joke ends. Now they're doing a Star Trek parody. There's a joke. Like, it wasn't... Like, oh, that was so funny. It's just like, that was a joke and now it is over. And then we go to the next bit. I don't think it was a bad pilot by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't very memorable because now I've pretty much forgotten it. Yeah. And I could live the rest of my life without watching anymore and I just wouldn't care. It was, and, like, it was fine. Yeah. But it was literally it was like, fine. here's a combination of Star Trek tropes and divorce jokes. Neither of which... I relate to. No. And you kind of relate to Star Trek stuff, but it's not like you're a huge, like, Trekkie I, or whatever. I do not Is watch... Is that what they're called? Trek- yeah, Trekkie. Trekkies? Yeah. Trekkie. I do not watch Star Trek. I do not like it, but I am aware of it because it is part of the zeitgeist, and that's what oh, yeah, I huge, like. It's yeah. just like a 
part of the life that we live. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? a huge part it's of pop culture. Part of pop culture life. Massive, so yeah. I know of it and I'm aware of like things like, oh, if you wear a red shirt, you're going to fucking die. Just basic shit like that. Because <laughs> I'm just giving you a confused face. I'm like, what the fuck does if that If somebody mean? with a red shirt on goes down to a planet, they fucking die. In oh, like okay. one of the things, it's like a trope that they have all the time. So they have like one person you've never met and they like come in, but they're wearing a red shirt. They go down to a planet, they're going to fucking die. That's like one of the tropes. Not in the series they're making fun of in this one in particular, because it's like, it's sort of a weird mix of a bunch of them. Did it's- anyone die in this episode? No. The scientist woman got her face pushed into the oh, future yeah. ray. But I was just wondering if anyone was wearing a red shirt when they died. But no, she was wearing a lab coat. No. But she was a scientist. <laughs> she was it's, a scientist. <laughs> you know what I just, I ended up thinking about. I went off into this kind of mindset where I was thinking about Galaxy Quest, which kind oh, yeah. of reminds me of like a bit of a Star Trek parody. It is. It's, it is a Star Trek parody. a lot better than this. But it's <laughs> great. Uh, amazing parody of that genre done so well and it brings in like here's the actors that do it imagine if it was real and then you put those actors in that situation but also you've got like the nerdy kids who love the show but they're part of it that's a great movie fucking tim allen mate uh? yeah I, tim um, allen's a fuckwit uh? but that movie's brilliant um, but you know i mean who's in who else is in the movie fucking alan rickman is in the movie by Grabthar's hammer, you shall be. Uh? Oh my Fucking god, yeah. Sigourney Weaver is in the movie. Get away from her, you. Uh? It is a brilliant movie. I used to have this movie on VCD. Uh? VCD? Yeah. Uh? Did you guys have VCDs in Australia? Uh, no, I am a white person. Yeah, so when this movie came out, I'm pretty sure I was living in Hong Kong and VCDs were a thing and it was basically like a DVD, but it was divided onto two discs. Yep. So you'd have to change the disc halfway through a movie. Like if you, you know, with a videotape. But didn't you run it like a program? No, you played it. I think I think you could play it in like a DVD player, but you just had to change it out. It was like a disc, like a normal DVD. Yeah. But you had to change it out halfway through. But I thought you had to open it like with a specific program or it had a program on there and the program had the video in in it. So you have to like open it. Maybe. I can't remember. But basically, yeah, a video CD. So I think you're right. Like it was like like a file that you had to yeah. physically open on a CD. Yeah. But I had Galaxy Quest on VCD and my brother Jack and I were like obsessed with it and we'd watch it all the time. Yeah. And I think it was even like a fake VCD that we'd bought in Hong Kong. Oh, nice. <laughs> but it was like our favorite thing. I, it, if you tried to play it now, well, obviously you wouldn't be able to play it because I don't think you can play VCDs anymore. You probably can, but no computers come with CD drives. So, I mean, like... That's true. This is the world but we live in. Even if you had something that could play it, it probably wouldn't play it because it would be so scratched and overplayed. Yeah. <laughs> From Jack and I watching it like 20 million times when we were 12, so. Oh, man. I love, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He plays Monk in the yeah, show yeah. of the same Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he falls in love with that alien woman. Yeah. yeah, I fucking love that guy. But I love how he was supposed to be like stoned all the time. Yeah. And they like cut it out for the cinema release. But there's like <laughs> clips you can find online of uh, like when they get transported and that gel. And before he says that... Like, once he comes out of the jelly, like, blows smoke out of his mouth yes. <laughs> in the real version. 
yes. all this kind of shit. And they just left the character the same, but they just cut out all those bits. So it's so Jeez. funny. If you don't know, it's just such a weird character. Like when they save the ship and he's like, good job, everyone. He like hugs all the guys and stuff. Because <laughs> he's high off his fucking he's mind. off his fucking nut. Yeah. yeah. It's so brilliant. Hey, guys, uh, the ship's coming apart uh, down here. Um, I would have like, loved to see, like, the original script of that film because I reckon it would have been way more, like, R-rated than it ended, oh, yeah. up, ended up being. And they're like, P- let's G, pull it isn't back. It? I think it, it was, like, family-friendly. Yeah. They probably could have done such, like, an R-rated thing and they pulled it back so it could be, like, a general release film whatever. Yeah. Like a family-friendly film. Yeah, classic. Fuck, it's a good movie, though. Fucking Alan Rickman, mate. I always forget, like, he yeah. was not even big back then. No. No. He's fucking amazing. That was before, like... Before Harry Potter. Harry and Potter, sort of before... Yeah. um, What's that romantic movie that he was in? Love Actually. Love Actually, like, before everything. Yeah, so crazy. R.I.P. Yeah. Alan Rickman. I cried. Welcome back to the Galaxy Quest podcast, yeah. everybody. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I'd rather talk about Galaxy Quest than about the Orville. That's I feel why like I that's, went a, on, that's a good review. Went off of, on that th- Is that we you would have heard how excited we were to talk about Galaxy Quest instead <laughs> of this fucking show. God. Yeah. I don't want to do ratings because we didn't like it. And I don't want to go okay. too in-depth into it. But, we like, costumes good. Like, a visual effect good. Like, the aliens look like aliens and stuff. That was all great. But Seth MacFarlane is in it, and he wrote it, so it's a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't want to be too general about it. We can give it, like, an overall rating if you want. Yeah, I'll give, we'll give it an overall rating, but I don't want to go through the nitty-gritty because it's just not it's not enjoyable to well, watch. Would you watch any more of this? No. Okay. Even mindlessly, you know what I mean? I could find myself, if, if we weren't living together and I had fuck all to do one day and I accidentally started watching it, I could see myself get through a season of it and then go, what the fuck was yeah. I doing? But I watched... Uh, two seasons of F is for Family. And I fucking hated it. I watched the whole season of Heathers. There you go. <laughs> what the fuck we've are we doing done, with our lives? We've all done things we regret. Yeah, so I reckon <laughs> that I could get through it, but I wouldn't enjoy it. And I would just watch it because it's Seth MacFarlane and you're like, there might be, in the entire series, there might be one clever joke that he's made that's out of the box, maybe once. But I reckon that he'll make it and I won't understand it because I don't give a fuck about Star Trek. <laughs> so I... That's true. There's no point, you know what I mean? Because I'll just be looking for that that joke that he has made this entire series to make. Because that's what he does. He'll have one joke and he's just like, I'm going to make an entire series so I can just put this fucking joke in there. And I won't understand it. It's not a great way to make It's a, a bad way to do it, to but make, that's it. To make a YouTube video, yes. Exactly. Because that's what <laughs> we like to do. That's right. <laughs> you have one joke and you make a... Eight to ten minute video yeah. on it, that's fine. But a ten episode, forty minute per episode show, no. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, let's do some overall schools then. I think I'll go first. Yes. <laughs> because I didn't think it was terrible, I enjoyed some aspects of it, as you said. I think I would give it probably. I want to give it more than five because I think it's more than a passable show. Yeah. I would say probably a six out of ten. I would probably also go with a six yeah. because it's well made. Yeah, definitely. It's just not well written. Yeah. And it's just not something that we're that into because, yeah, we don't really know a lot of the Star Trek lore and all that kind of bullshit. I don't really know if that would help, though, like watching it. I think it would, though, because as I was saying, like my colleague at work, he is quite into Star Trek. And he knows a lot about Star Trek and he enjoyed it. And I think that's probably why he enjoyed it more than we did. There might be a lot of things that we are missing. Yeah. I will admit that. But I can see 
how they're making fun of the tropes of Star Trek and they're making fun of how it flows and all that sort of stuff. But I haven't watched, you know, 5,000 episodes. So if you watch 5,000 <laughs> episodes, maybe like that nostalgia is enough to like push you through. How many episodes of Star Trek are there? Oh, fuck no. Oh my God, mate. I want to know that. Let me Google it. All right, go for it. How many <laughs> episodes? You know, they're still making it as well. Star so like Trek. Are there? Oh yeah. Cause they've got like the Star Trek discovery now. They've got that yep. new show. So 79 original episodes of the show, but now they've got. No, but is that of, that's of what? Of Star Trek Next Generation, of Star Trek fucking whatever the other one is. Like, 79 is not a lot. The, like, the first. So, Star Trek full stop. Yeah, Star Trek full stop. Like, the original series has 79 episodes. Yeah, but there's, like, five of them. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother getting into this. Fuck that. (laughs) There's a lot. (laughs) <laughs> There's a fucking lot, yeah. So I reckon if you'd watched all of them, it might be more enjoyable because you're like, oh, that's funny that he's did that because they have done that before and they do that all the time. And like, but I don't care. He didn't make it very digestible for regular people. You know what I mean? Even people were like myself. So I didn't enjoy it and I understand the basis and I understood what he was trying to do. Yeah. Don't care, didn't like it. You don't understand the basis and what he's trying to do. Really don't care, didn't like it. So fucking, it's really just for people. We're at the same spot, six out of ten. Yeah, so. who are addicted to Star Trek at some point or still so are. So you either have to be super obsessed or nothing because I was at the bottom, you were in the middle. Yeah. And then the super obsessed person, we don't have one of those here on the podcast. No. But the lower Frame of end reference, of the scale. Your, your co-worker. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. So that shows you what kind of demographic they have which is a very, very small yeah, group well, of people. It's not not that small, but no, like... I guess. But, but too niche to make like another show because you've made a show about a show that some people love that is for people who love that show. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but who's talking about the Orville? I, no one. No one. No. But maybe we just don't associate with... People who trekkies. are talking about the Orville. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not saying it like that, but... You literally said it like that. Trekkies. Trekkies. I don't associate with Trekkies. <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> I can't sit anywhere. I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've been watching way too many vines. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I do know why. Because I've started watching a lot more YouTube lately. And I've been watching a lot of Vine stars that have become YouTube stars. And then they try to force Vine compilations down you and like all that sort of bullshit. Yeah. And yeah, YouTube just keeps recommending us Vine compilations. I'm not mad about it. There's like five or six that I like. Richard. (laughs) Zach, stop. Zach, you're going to get in trouble. That's a good one. What the fuck, Richard? And um, Adam. That's a good one. <laughs> it's all just like saying names. Saying people's names, yeah. It's not even funny if you're not watching it. <laughs> Go watch them. Like fucking... I bet there'll be some people listening to this who are just like, that one's a fucking cracker. I love that one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, vines. They have their time. Yeah. I don't think we've got a firework update. We have had, had a few more followers, but... We can't upload a video, so... Well, you follow our one video on firework given up on firework but if you think that's fucking dumb maybe you should follow us on another social media pipe kate 
Instagram, Facebook, probably not Twitter anymore. <laughs> it's still there, man. I see it. still there, but I don't fucking put anything on there. Well, we don't do Twitter. Yeah. Mainly Instagram, Facebook. Just search Pilot Era Podcast. You'll find us on there. Follow us. YouTube. Also search Pilot Era Podcast. Got a few videos on there. Our newest project will be coming out soon. Part one of our newest project. Yeah, that's going to be out real soon. Do we want to talk a little bit about what that is? You or? can just see it when it comes out. Yeah. It's pretty close. I think if you're going to watch any of our videos, you don't really give a fuck what they are. So Because we just make whatever the fuck we want. Because... It's 2018, fuck you. I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> <laughs> We have a book full of shit that we want to make and they're all pretty random and we will just do them whenever we feel like it. So Yep, so we've got to make one parody song and then we'll upload the video for you guys. Fantastic. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Let us know what you think about the Orville or anything else we've talked about. On Please let me know what you think about the Orville. Social media pipe. Or let us know what you think about Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Should he fucking put it away? That would be good. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. We'll upload again because we always do because this is what we do now. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Bye.